0: I won't compromise or settle I'm the one behind the wheel of my life I won't put on a gas pedal And I push it down to the metal, Till I'm on a whole new level For personal growth, marketing, branding And spirituality Will help you turn your dreams to reality Whatever goals you got in mind Will help you reach them uncompromised Cause we are The Uncompromised Podcast With your host, Adam Wells so let's start the show
1: Alright guys, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Uncompromised Podcast I'm your host Adam Wills And I'm here today with a very special guest that I'm very excited about. Um, It actually kind of worked out that this is a really good, I will say, third part to the unintentional series that I started doing because in the last couple episodes, we've been talking about the importance of uphill habits in our life, right? That everything good in life is uphill. um, But sadly, even though we all have uphill aspirations, we have downhill habits, and those downhill habits keep us from accomplishing the things that we want in life. And the importance of growing our uphill habits while pruning out our downhill habits. And so today, I have with me Lieutenant Eric McCants from the Burke County Sheriff's Office in Georgia. He is the lieutenant over the Special Operations Division. And uh, I, I think that was a promotion for you very recently, wasn't it?
0: Um getting like a little pause feedback so i didn't get that question you asked me
1: uh you you were promoted very recently to the lieutenant over the special operations division right
0: yes sir about a month ago i was promoted yes sir
1: awesome well congratulations and welcome to the show it's good to have you on
0: yes sir i appreciate that
1: so um i i always lead in every guest interview that i do i always lead in with this question so uh what do you stand uncompromised in
0: I'm going to say I'm uncompromising faith, family, and in work. Like I say, those are certain things that I just can't compromise any time with.
1: All right. And so you and I talked a little bit when I invited you to come on the show. I told you I was inspired by uh, following you on LinkedIn. I think you, you probably have a bigger following on LinkedIn than I do, I, I have to admit. Uh, and... <laughs> One of the things that I was inspired by is your commitment to your fitness. So, and I know it wasn't always that way for you. It's not always been that way for me. I've, I've always been, we'll just say, a little fluffy, right? And you know, needed to. I've always had to work really hard to stay in shape. Not only when I was in law enforcement, but especially now, since I retired four years ago, you know, it's even harder to stay in shape, but I was really inspired by your commitment to it. And you were sharing your, your progress and your growth with everyone else on LinkedIn. And so I wanted to bring you on and talk a little bit about that and what that took, um, how you stayed uncompromised to that goal, uh, and, and, and push through. So I guess first, what was the motivation? What was the motivation to change that?
0: Well, like I said, I've, I've always been a big guy myself. Like I say, I like to eat, and so that's something I'm always going to do regardless. Yeah, yeah. Of <laughs> but uh, like I said, I've always been in the martial arts, I've always been in sports, but like I said, I've always been on the heavy end. But uh, fast forward to like about six, seven years ago when I came down to my current sheriff department, they had a crime suppression team and then they had a SWAT team and you had to have certain physical attributes to get on the team, like you had to be able to pass a mile run, which before then, I never ran over 800 meters without, you know, taking a break. But now, like I say, you have to run a mile. So that's one thing that I took in handy. And then, like I say, being in law enforcement, you know, you got to go hands-on with people. you got to be in certain shape to chase at the bad guys. So I had to make sure I have at least some fitness to be able to maintain my job. So that's always been very important with me. And then, like I say, just being around the guys I'm with, they're all fit. You don't want to be the odd man out, you know. Everybody else looking like bodybuilders, and you look like a Teletubby. So basically I said <laughs> I had to get myself together now. I say that. But then I still like to eat. So, like, some people are good at it. They'll work out and they'll be good with the diet. I'm not the best in my diet. Like I say, I try to work on it. But if somebody throws a biscuit my way, more likely I'm going to eat it. But that's just how I
1: am. I think we're having some connection issues. There we go. Uh, all right. So, so I, I, you know, that resonates with me because um, uh, I'm the same way, right? Like, I, I enjoy food. And yet, you know, I have, like, this – inner persona like i'm vin diesel or something and it just you know can't seem to come out right and so um what have you found along your journey what is it that has worked for you to stay on track uh
0: like i say Basically been around the people that I work with. Like I say, they're all into fitness. And like I said, I've always been in martial arts. So staying healthy for martial arts has been a reason for me to stay fit. Like I say, you get into the ring and someone has better cardio with you, no matter how good your techniques is, if you can't stay basically up to par with them, they're more likely they're gonna beat you. And then also like I said, I've been really big in reading books. Books like uh David Goggins can't hurt me. That's inspired me to start running five K's and ten K's, which I never like running, but nice. you know, I'll try to give them out. My- but uh different things like that, like different books and different people. And like I said, I listen to a lot of motivational uh videos off of YouTube from like Les Brown and TD Jakes, and things like that give me the encouragement that I need to keep on with my fitness progress and with everything else.
1: So, what in the process of uh of developing those habits, surely you've identified, you know, some daily non-negotiables, some things that you just know you have to do and and they're gonna happen regardless of what's going on in your life, what, what what are those for you?
0: Well, I always get up and make my bed. Like I said, I've listened to a video from a Marine. I think he might've been a Navy SEAL a couple of years ago. He said the first thing he does, no matter what, he gets up and makes his bed. He said, whether you have yeah. a bad day or a good day, when you come back home and that your bed's made up, it's gonna put you at a better place. Uh additionally like I wake up around four AM just to make sure I can get to the gym. If I don't go to the gym, I'm gonna make sure I put on my motivational videos just to give me some encouragement to start the day. So I have a couple of videos that I listen to like all the time between Eric Thomas and Les Brown. They just help me get my day started. So I always listen to those. So those are a couple of things that I do, like say that I do almost daily to help me start the day.
1: I would love it if you would share if you if you're comfortable sharing those videos. They're like YouTube videos I'm guessing, yeah.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I share them on my uh, LinkedIn occasionally, but I'll give you the links to them. But I, say, yeah. I have about two hundred forty different ones, and uh, I have a playlist, as a matter of fact. And like I said, I just go nice. through it sporadically on different ones. And like I said, they help me when I work out, and additionally, they help me in the morning just to get my mind right.
1: Well, yeah, if you could, if you could share that um, either the playlist or just a handful of your favorites, that'd be awesome. I'll add them to the notes of, for the show and, and share them with our our, uh, our listeners. Um, so, yes, sir. So you play some music, you get motivated, you know, you do your workout. Um, What along the way, as you heard me on the lead in the intro, I was talking about how not only is it important to develop those uphill habits, but it's important to prune out the really bad downhill habits along along the way, right? Like if we... We can't just make room for more for new habits, right? We've got to eliminate some space, some some distraction, things that are are taking our focus uh, and and stealing that away from us. What were some of the things that you found that you had to eliminate?
0: Uh, one of the biggest habits I had, I used to have a obsession with Krispy Kreme donuts. When I seen the hot donut sign on, <laughs> so
1: like
0: most time when I seen that. I go to Like, it was really bad. So that was one thing that I stopped. Uh, But this is, like I say, just spending frivolous time on some things that wasn't important. Uh, Now, don't get me wrong, I still play my Xbox occasionally, but I don't play it as much as I used to. Like, we used to have a big group of people that I work with, and we will get on for, like, four or five hours all times of the night playing the game. So I kind of cut back on those things like that just to give myself more time so I can make more time to read, to write and drone, different things like that. And then, like I say, another thing that I do, well, that I don't do anymore, as I say, which I used to do all the time is like I say, you I just go around <clears throat> and just start shopping for different things. Like I was really big on Amazon. Like I said, I have a cart full of stuff and like stuff that I didn't need. And like I say, I see like good deals on that stuff and then I'll start buying it. So I just cut back on those couple of things. Like I say, it's giving me more time to spend on things that I need to spend on.
1: Yeah. Anybody that any cop that says that they don't like donuts is either lying or is ashamed to admit it. It's, it's true. It's just, it's just a thing. It's in, it's in the blood, man. I'm telling you, um, mm-hmm. you know, for, for me, uh, when I first started my career, like the first year that I was in law enforcement, the agency that I was with one of my sergeants actually owned a local donut shop. And so, so that was like our hangout spot. When we were on shift, we'd go get donuts and coffee. And everybody always knew, I mean, you'd see like 10 cop cars all just piled up at the donut shop and, Uh, it's, it's not, it's not just myth. It's real. So, um, now you mentioned in there, one of those things was journaling. I talked a little bit about journaling, uh, a couple episodes ago and, um, episode, let's see what that have been 13 talked about journaling and the importance of that, but admitted that it's something I personally am really terrible at. Um, I, I find it really hard to sit down with a journal and be introspective enough to actually like say, Hey, here's what's going on or put my thoughts together. And so most of the time, even though I've tried to make that a daily habit, I skip it because I just don't, I'm just terrible at it. So what do you do to make that enjoyable or, um, like how have you found the motivation to stay committed to journaling?
0: Well, actually I've always been a big writer. Uh, Like I said, I used to write when I was younger and I still write occasionally now. So basically what happens is I see something that's really important to me that I need to write down. I'll just go ahead and pull out what I have as a basic agenda like I used to have when I was in middle school and high school. And if something important comes up or a thought that I need to be written down, I'll just go ahead and pull that out or either on my phone and write it down. Uh, Additionally, like I said, I've always been a big writer. And what I do is like if I hear something or see something important to me that I think other people need to hear whatever, like say, which I do on LinkedIn, I'll just go ahead and post that And like I say, I learned that a lot of people resonate with some of the things that I'm going through. So as more as I grow as an adult and learn more, that like I say, it's not as easy being an adult as I thought it was. Like As a kid, I always wanted to be an adult. But as me being an adult now, I understand the struggles of it. And so I see little different quotes or pictures that resonate with me. And like I said, I might write something down with it and then I post it on LinkedIn and different social media pages. Then I know that it resonates with different people. So that's why it kind of keeps me in handy when I need to write things down as far as journaling. But I know most of the time if I'm going through it, somebody else is going through that same thing.
1: And I think one of the things that for me has made you really genuine, right? Cause I mean, there's all kinds of people out there on social media that claim to be this or claim to be that. And uh, you know, gurus about every single topic that you can imagine and one of the things that's made you really genuine from my perspective is that you've been willing to share some of your failures just as much as you've been willing to share your successes and I think people discount the need for that or the importance the gravity of it so uh, is that something you've you've always been comfortable doing or you know did it just take one day Sharing a failure and seeing this, the response to that to motivate you to do that more often?
0: Well, basically, like I say what you said, like I said, I've shared a couple of failures and I know that resonated with people because, you know, back in the day or even like just recently on social media, most people just show the positive of everything. But you got to understand that even though you might have good days, you're going to have bad days. And a lot of times, some people are going through those bad days and then if they could find somebody that's going through not the same situation, but they know they're having a hard time, but they're able to make it through. It helps them get the energy and strength they need to continue forward. So, like I say, um, just recently, like the year before last, uh, I took the instructor uh, certification class for Georgia for my third time. Now, eventually, I passed it, but it resonated with me that I say it took me two times to even get to the third time to pass it. And then I posted that on LinkedIn and Facebook, and it resonated with people. But like I say, they might haven't been through that same class, but they've been through like three job offers or interviews with the same company and things like that, and they said they felt how hard it was to keep going, even though they you know, didn't succeed the first two times, but they kept going and eventually got the job. So it kind of resonated with people. So that's how I know what I say. Even though you're going to have good, positive days, people need to hear about your failures. But I can say, you're not going to be able to succeed every day. I say, we always have those bad days, or we always have those things mm-hmm. that if we don't succeed at, we don't reach that goal. So I think that's very important for people to hear that and see that.
1: Yeah, I think if it's, if it's our motivation to inspire other people, uh, motivate them and, and help them in some way, uh, like that, we we almost have to share our failures, don't we? Because otherwise, uh, we're kind of setting ourselves up on a pedestal that's unattainable, right? And and we actually stand to do the opposite of what we intended, right? We we maybe uh, instead of motivating people, we take away their motivation because they think oh, we've got it all figured out. When in reality, we go through and, you know, every single one of us goes through those kinds of challenges in life.
0: Yes, sir. And that's why, like, David Goggin's book uh, resonated with me. Like I say, he went through Navy SEALs uh, training uh, three times. Like I say, one, two times. Like I say, it was hard for him. It was rough, but he didn't make it through. And a lot of people just always see the good things. Like, they're going to say, well, I won this race, or I broke this record, or I got this job. But they don't see how many applications you put in for that same job, how many different times you had to run that same race just to even get to where you were. So I think it's an important part just to show them working your way all the way up to that goal instead of just showing them the goal that you achieved.
1: Yeah, yeah, the setbacks and everything involved. So what's what's next for you, Eric? Um, I mean, you recently got promoted. You you did all this work and effort on your fitness. You said you've been running five k's and ten k's. So you you I assume you just seem like the kind of guy to me that's got another bar you probably set. What's next?
0: Uh, well, I've been working to get an adjunct instructor job, uh, teaching law enforcement classes. Uh, that's one thing I'm working on currently uh, like I said, I've always had great instructors and I feel like, like I said I can basically pour back into those that I want to come into law enforcement uh, And like I say just continue my fitness journey uh, right now I'm on the quest to get four or five again on bench. It's been a minute since I've done it It's been at least ten years since I benched four or five So I'm trying to get back to that but additionally I want to be at a lower weight but like I say back then I was about 330 pounds right now 280 pounds so baby to touch that weight 405 at like 270, would be good for me. And then, like I say, more running, like I say, and just spending more time with the family.
1: Yeah, man, I hate running. But, you know, what? like running is one of those things where I hate it in my mind when I know I've got to do it, right? And and I hate it while I'm doing it, right, until you get that stride. And then I love it, and I love it afterwards. That feeling afterwards uh, is, is always amazing.
0: Well, I, everyone tells me about this runner high. I say, I can tell you I have never had it. B, I just be in my head. I'm like, don't you know, suck it up. Don't be a pump. I say, just finish it up. I say, just keep one foot in front of the other. Like I said, I've never had to run a high, but a lot of people tell me about it. like, man, that you run a certain distance or whatever, you just get that burst of energy. Never had it. Never, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've it.
1: ever experienced it either. I've, I've settled in, right? Like, you know, you kind of get to a point where you just yeah, yeah. settle that's into moving. a stride, but I don't think I've ever experienced it either. Maybe that's just because – we're, we're not running fast enough. I, don't know.
0: <laughs> but, I guess so. I said, Oh, no, nah, I got, I got a trot now. I, say, I ain't going to say it's going to be high speed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Well, uh, why don't you go ahead and leave us with a thought on your way out? Like what's, what's something you want to share with the audience to keep them motivated, uh, push them to, to keep building those uphill habits. Uh, and then let us know how we can connect with you as well.
0: Uh, well, just one thing about keeping that positive mindset, like I say, no matter what's going on around you, I always find a light in the middle of that darkness. Uh, but like I say, many times, like I say, we always focus on the darkness that's around us. And I tell people constantly, you got to maintain that positive outlook. No matter what, like I say, keep that positive outlook. And that's one thing that I say about one book I read called The Law of Attraction. The more you focus on the positive, the more you're grateful for, the better things will be for you. So that's one thing that I focus on. Uh additionally, if people want to reach me, like I said, I'm always on LinkedIn. Uh, Facebook is a little bit more family-oriented, like I say, friends and people that I work with. But on LinkedIn, I say that's why I connect with a lot of people.
1: All right. So uh, look up Eric on LinkedIn if you want to connect with him there and, and follow his story. Uh, Eric, you want to spell your name for everybody so they know exactly how to actually find you?
0: Uh, yes. My first name is Eric, E-R-I-C. Last name is McCants, M-C-C-A-N-T-S.
1: All right. Well, thanks for being on the show, Eric. I really appreciate you being here.
0: Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me on. All
1: right, everybody. That's it for today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Uncompromised Podcast. We'll catch you on the next episode. And as always, I know you hear this from me every single episode, but I got to ask, please go leave a review wherever it is that you listen to the podcast, because that helps other people find it, helps me connect with other people uh, and make sure we grow the show. So until next time, as always, remember to be uncompromised. We'll catch you on the next episode.